0: Welcome back to the Puma Podcast. I'm Tori. Hey, and I'm Puma. And on this podcast, we talk about Jesus, life, and everything in between. And if you're joining us, guys, this is our 10th episode, kind of closing our love, dating, and relationships uh, kind of series. I did a survey for one of my classes on millennials, and there were lots of, of questions regarding dating and relationships. And what is really wise? What does God say? Not just the world, but what does God say about Christians and how we relate and date. So on um, this last episode uh, of this particular series, we're going to talk a little bit about wisdom and our pursuit of it and what that looks like, how to live wisely in our relationships as we seek to, you know, whether we're married or single, how to live wisely and, and when it is, is and is not a good time to pursue wisdom which we know it's always a good time. But what does God's word have to say about pursuing wisdom in relationships? So let's dive in.
1: All right. Well, uh, last time we talked about understanding and the link between knowledge and wisdom is understanding, seeking, seeking to understand. And one of the verses we looked at was Proverbs 2, 6. Uh, which says, For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So, wisdom comes from God. In fact, the pursuit of wisdom is the pursuit of God. We, we talked about that last time. Mm-hmm. And that understanding is kind of the hard work, you know, there. Just a little illustration I, I know a lot of things about Joe Biden. Doesn't mean that I understand mm-hmm. him. Um, those closest to him, his wife, you know, family, kids, they they understand him, as close advisors understand him. So there's a difference about knowing about someone Mm. and actually really understanding their heart and their motivations and and what they value and what they're interested in. And so when Solomon talks about pursuing wisdom, it is you have to know God. So Proverbs nine ten says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge of the holy one is understanding. So understanding comes from getting to know God and the more we get to know God the more we grow in wisdom, hmm. how to apply God's truths, God's perspective, God's values, God's priorities, what he thinks of me, what he thinks of our world and to apply those, you know, together. And mm-hmm. and what we're talking about is relationships. You know, yeah. God created men and women and he created us relational, we're created in his image. And so getting to know our relational God helps us understand God's purpose and point of value for human relationships and why it's, it's good to seek relationships with people. And, you know, romantic relationships and, and, and marriage are a good thing, a good thing to pursue. And so we're talking about uh, in this final podcast, just when is a good time to to pursue wisdom for mm-hmm. for marriage and for relationships, whether you're single, dating, or even you're in uh, marriage relationship right now, uh, what does wisdom look like, and and when when should we get it?
0: Yeah, so I've got a couple scenarios for you, Doctor Puma, um, because uh, <laughs> adhering to your your wisdom here, this is me trying to seek wisdom. So I'll ask a quote professional, whatever that whatever well, that's worth. Well, then we should ask somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone definitely not me, uh, but yeah, some scenarios because yeah, everybody wants wisdom, and most people are in a relationship with their single or, you know, married, we have friends, we have people in our, our circle that we talk to and we're social with. So a couple scenarios. So there is a husband and wife and the, the wife was married for a few years and she understood that her husband wanted kids. And now three years into marriage, he's like, Hey, I don't want to have kids. It's not on the table. We're never having children. And she's heartbroken. And she doesn't know if she should submit to her husband or she should fight this. Um, what does wisdom look like? Or also, you know, for the the other, you know, couple that has, you know, three little kids and, you know, they wanted to homeschool their kids. And all of a sudden the wife's like, nope, I'm not going to homeschool the kids. They're going to public school. I need a break from them. Yeah, yeah, right. Not happening. Uh, We're going to public school our kids. And the husband's like, well, hold up. You know, that's not, you know, I think we should have our kids and whatever. But again, he works. She's at home. Is it fair for him to, quote, force his wife? He wants wisdom. Or for the single person, right? You know, I've been dating this girl for, for eight months and things are going okay. But then there are some things that I'm not sure where personalities, you know, kind of clash Well, she loves Jesus and I love Jesus. And I think we could make it work, but it's also, I don't think we just, we get along. Is it wise to break up even though we both love Jesus and we're different? Or is that selfish? Is that mean? Should I be more patient? Or for the other, the single girl. And there's a single guy, all of her friends are like, hey, this guy is super cute. He's super godly. You guys would be a perfect match. She's like, well, I don't think he's attractive or whatever. So she doesn't want to. But her, her godly friends are pressuring her to date this really great guy. And all four of these situations, they all want wisdom. They all love Jesus. But they don't know what wisdom looks like. How does any of these individuals seek wisdom in their situations? And what does God's word have to say to help guide them to wisdom? Yeah, well, the question to ask: Does God care, or does
1: God have anything to say about these situations? Mm-hmm. I think the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, each of these situations are uniquely different, so it would really be hard to parse through each specific situation. But take every individual, and in, in, you know, in your scenarios that you you painted there, you know, everybody wants wants wisdom. So mm-hmm. the question is: Do I want wisdom or not? Want? Everybody wants wisdom. Hmm. But the question is, uh, do I have it and how, how do I get it? I think that's hmm. really more the question. And Proverbs is very, very clear that wisdom is not to get you out of situations that you're in. Wisdom is to help you deal with the situation that you're in, the wisdom hmm. that you stored up or you gained prior to the situation. Hmm. Last week when we looked at Proverbs chapter 2, you know the whole idea of gaining understanding because understanding is a link between knowledge and wisdom a lot of people just don't want to understand they they get into a situation and they just they don't want to understand how they got there they don't want to understand all the makeups they just want to get out of it or they mm-hmm. just want relief from it mm-hmm. and typically that's how we approach wisdom i'm I haven't been pursuing wisdom, or it hasn't been a high value to me. I haven't been doing the hard work of trying to understand. And and when he says in chapter 2 of Proverbs that we are to store up our commands within, Mm -hmm. we typically don't want to store You store up something to use at a later time. And Mm -hmm. so that's what Proverbs is, is talking about, that we are to pursue wisdom so that we can have it and store it up. And this, again, when we talk about guarding the heart, You put God's wisdom in your heart. You want to Mm. guard it so that that wisdom doesn't get snatched or stolen Mm. away with false or replaced with false ideas. And so you want to get wisdom for future situations. Mm. Wisdom can't help you get out of a situation you've gotten yourself into. Wait, wait. You said wisdom cannot get you out of a situation that you put yourself in? Wisdom can help you in the situation Moving forward, but it can't get you out of the situation mm. that you're in, if that makes sense. Gotcha. It's not a redo button. It's not yeah, wisdom isn't a redo button. This is what we all we all want the magic button to get us out of bad decisions or get us out of right. control you know, Z. Bad, yeah. Bad, <laughs> right. Right. And Undo. so Undo Yeah. Hmm. You know, so like the Proverbs two, you know, he says, Once you store up my commands and you you, you apply your heart to understanding, it says, Then you will understand. Then you will understand. It's an mm. if then. It's not there is a condition, you know, to gaining wisdom. Mm -hmm. It isn't just something that I get just because I want it or, you know, I kind of ring my bell and God the heavenly genie comes and gets me out of a situation Mm -hmm. that I'm stuck in. He says, if, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. A few verses later says, then you will understand. Then, Mm -hmm. then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For mm. wisdom will enter your heart, knowledge will be pleasant to your soul, discretion will protect you, good, good decisions will protect you, and understanding will guard you. Mm. You see, we want to have wisdom on the front end when we make choices, mm. not um, wait until we get in a situation and then say, hey, you know, come help me out, come help mm-hmm. me out. Because the very next verse he says, wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men. A few verses down, it'll save you from the adulteress and the wayward wife. In other words, Solomon understood that the practical application to gaining wisdom was to help you in relationships hmm. between men and women. Interestingly, yeah. he's talking to his adult children. Yeah, he's not talking to kids, anymore. he's talking to his adult adult children. And children. Yeah, yeah, because you don't talk about the wayward wife and the adulteress to your five-year-old, <laughs> right? Or right. Or you yeah. talk. You talk to your your um, older adolescent. You know right. your you know you know, Mm -hmm. millennial child. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter one, it's interesting. You know, he says, um, you know, talking about wisdom and kind of personification of wisdom. And he says, wisdom calls out. Wisdom says, come in here. And wisdom says, how long will you simple ones love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? If you would have responded to me, if you would have come to me when I called out, um, I would have poured out my heart to you. But you rejected me when I called. You did not give heed when I stretched out my hand. Since you ignored my advice and would not accept my rebuke, I will in turn laugh at your disaster and mock when calamity overtakes you. Mm. You see, the time to get wisdom is before you make decisions, before a situation happens. Mm. When a situation happens, you can gain wisdom in that situation for the future and how to live in light of that, mm. but that wisdom
0: isn't going to get you out of that situation. Yeah, there are conditions to wisdom. It's and unfortunately, yeah, like you said, it's an it's an if then. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people want wisdom. You know, I should have had my house inspected before I bought it. Should have looked into that one project before I signed the lease. Should have bought and- Bitcoin in May of. 2010, <laughs> yeah. when it was one cent. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Spend, yeah, you get 100 bitcoins with $1 in 2010. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, y- wisdom is not reactatory. It's proactive. Yeah, it's a, it's a proactive thing. So some of
1: your situations, so you, especially like with married couples, hmm. right, um, we didn't get to this point where, you know, now I no longer want to have kids when I said I did, or my kids are three and now I don't want to hmm. homeschool them. Um, That just didn't come up in the the moment. There was a series of of ideas and things that led up up to that. And uh, even like the single person who's been dating for eight months and not sure if you should continue with this relationship or not. You know, we are always to be pursuing wisdom. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts. You know, we we gain wisdom through um, God's word. Um, we also learn from those who have gained wisdom from God's word, the wise, he who mm. walks with the wise grows wise. Mm-hmm. we talked about that, but a companion fool suffers harm. That's true. Um, and so we are to surround ourselves with God's wisdom and it is a lifelong pursuit because mm. the pursuit of wisdom is the pursuit of, of God. Of God. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So wisdom is a lifelong pursuit. So the more we pursue God and the more we store him up in our hearts and in our minds, we will act be able to access wisdom when those moments of decision need to come, like this decision to to date someone, not date somebody. I mean how do I evaluate here in Proverbs chapter two, he says wisdom will save you from a, a wayward woman. Hmm. Well you need wisdom to be able to recognize a wayward woman. Right, before you d- right? date the person or wisdom will save you from a wicked man. Right? So a young lady sees this guy, you know, he's kind of attractive and whatnot. Um, should you or should not pursue? I mean, wisdom mm. helps you understand and evaluate whether or not this person is a, is a wicked mm-hmm. man right. or not.
0: Right. Well, yeah, and it, even in Proverbs it mentions that a wise person is cautious in friendship, and and that's both with your friends and in your, your significant others. Right. Yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, so I love what you said, and I think you're absolutely right. God's word through Proverbs, wisdom is proactive, not reactive. But what do you do if it's too late? You've already signed the lease. You've already married that person. Uh, What does wisdom have to say for those who are kind of, I don't want to say stuck, but kind of? They've they've already, you know, they went to that party. They took that pill, whatever. They're kind of in this mess now. What would wisdom say to them? Is it different? Is it the same?
1: Yeah, often when people get in situations because of their, their, you know, bad choice or whatever, they want wisdom to get them out of that situation. But a lot of times, in, in my experience with people, and even in my own life, I'm not wanting wisdom mm. for the future in that situation. I just want to get out of the situation. I see. And so, you know, wisdom says that I seek wisdom in that situation. And part of the wisdom there is acknowledging, you know, my, mm. you know, Mistake whether my, my or... sin or, you know, my, whatever, whatever it is, acknowledging that mm. and repentance is a change of mind. It's a change of direction. Mm. And so wisdom is to seek the heart of God, and you know, wisdom tells us that God always, you know, takes back a repentant person. Mm, God true. always, always willing to accept that person. The heart of God. So, getting to understand the heart of God, we we recognize that when we have acted foolish, when we have been sinful, we know that God is still always for us. He's never mm-hmm. against us. Mm-hmm. So this is why the pursuit of wisdom is the pursuit of God. But if if people don't want to get to know God, it doesn't matter what helpful advice or whatever people might might share. Um, You're not really going to understand true wisdom the right what is right and just and fair every good path Mm -hmm. moving forward.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah no I love that perspective too because yeah Jesus he really is even in our sin even in our mistakes God does not throw in the towel and give up on us. He, He roots for us and yes sin has consequences and the choices we make we have to live with them But there is so much grace and mercy in that. And I I love how you said, like, God has never turned away a broken and contrite spirit before him. And he really is for us. There really is a, a personal pursuit of people, even in the midst of our sin. And even when we are, you know, foolish and dumb and we've done, you know, terrible or even like, you know, travesty of things, just awful, awful things. God doesn't just give up especially when we turn to him. But I like how you said too, and well, I don't know if I like it, but it's a good point. A lot of people do want an escape. They don't want truth. They want relief. They don't want help. And um, I think, yeah, wisdom can kind of discern the two and and seek wisdom. I love um, Maxwell has a book called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And basically how, you know, mistakes happen, things happen in life, but we have the choice to learn from them and wisdom learns from mistakes; it doesn't repeat them. Yeah, learning from a mistake is
1: recognizing God's perspective on what happened mm-hmm. and that you made a mistake, right? You're... You know, yeah, recognizing God's perspective, recognizing you made a mistake, and willing to go in the direction that God would have you to go. Mm-hmm. You see, God is a reconciling God, and we often forget that. We and a lot of our sin, or a lot of our choices. I mean, every choice has consequences to it, mm. and we sometimes evaluate the the wisdom or benef- benefit of a choice or an idea based upon the consequence. Hmm. And so we think, well, if there's no bad consequences, then it wasn't a hmm. foolish choice. Right. Right. Well, see, that's not understanding the heart of God. Sometimes, you know, the right choice is difficult because it hmm. goes against the grain. It, it goes against maybe what other people would want, but you know, this is God's desire for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you make a decision and there aren't really any horrible consequences. You've but we made a very self-centered decision and you're able to kind of control the situation, that doesn't mean that you're walking in wisdom either. Mm -hmm. So it's getting to know God's perspective and God's heart and always tethering ourselves to um, God's word and let, you know, God and his, and his word be the filter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And letting God take control of our lives, one is, is wise, but it's also super hard. You know, I, I think of you know some of my friendships and people that you guys probably know too who are listening just some really sad choices that you've seen that you wanted you to help you probably have had a friend you know you probably shouldn't date that guy you probably shouldn't go to that whatever and they did it and at least in my experiences my heart just breaks cuz like you kind of see down the road like oh no they're they're going to make a dumb decision they really shouldn't go to that school or they shouldn't go to that movie or whatever and i just wonder how much more does god's heart break for us but also, he's far more willing to love and accept back those who've walked mm-hmm. away. And I'm not that gracious. But yeah, wisdom is found in the heart of God. And God is not someone um, who just leaves us in our mess if we really seek him. And, and listening just to how Jesus, the heart of Jesus, is in the heart of wisdom. And I love how you said how to pursue wisdom is to pursue Jesus. And, and I know that might be maybe a cliche or something we just say, but it's true that if we really, if you really want to understand the heart of God, we want wisdom in our situations. We want wisdom in how to coach people who are in these situations. It all goes back to the heart of God. And when we understand God's heart, when we understand His His value, His priorities, it helps change our hearts and our view of people because we begin to see how God sees people. Yeah. See everybody listening and including you
1: and I, Tori, are in a particular situation. You know, we are in, in a relationship with someone, friends. You and I are both married. Uh, I have children. We, you know, a church community, neighborhood, uh, work. We're always around people all the time. So mm-hmm. everybody listening, we're, we're, we're all we're in this uh, mix of, of people relationships. And I, I know that probably many people are like, well, all right, so this is all good. Give me like, you know, specific things to do. Like, give me, give me the, give me like the, the, the bullet points of, of what to do. Mm -hmm. And, and this is part of what we're talking about. There isn't a, you know, five step process. If you do these five things, then your life is going to turn out right. Mm -hmm. If you do these five things, then you're going to have a healthy relationship. If you do these five things, then you're going to have a healthy marriage. That's not how relationships work. We all Mm -hmm. experience that. It's, it's the ebb and flow of getting to know someone and, and, and learning and understanding and, and this is why the more we, the more we move to the heart of God, the more we see ourselves and we see people um, more accurately and truly. The more we move to the heart of God, the more I have honest perspective of my own heart. Hmm. The more I move toward God in His heart and his mind, His character, the more I see people the way He sees them. I see the value in people even in their sin. Hmm. I see the, the value of showing mercy. I see the value of showing grace to people. I see the value of forgiving as I have been forgiven. And we start start treating people in a, an appropriate way, the way God treats us. And and see, it, it's, it's principle-based. It's not a list of, of mm-hmm. do's and don'ts. And so this is why Proverbs gives all these general principles. And as we learn these principles coming from the heart and mind of God, now when a particular situation comes... My wife says something to me. I don't want to homeschool the kids. Mm. All right. Well, you know what? We can sit down and have a conversation. And let's go back to what, is, what does God say about our family? Mm. What does God say about our responsibility toward our children? And let's seek wise counsel mm. from our pastor. Um, I, let's continually be walking with the wise. Let's continually be reading God's word. And let's pray together. And yeah. let's let's seek the Lord in this because he has a best for us. See, that is, you're in the situation, what steps can I take moving forward, All right, It's not gonna, um, wisdom, you know, maybe there could have been conversations that happened, you know, year or two prior about the family mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. talking about the family values and about the kids before you get to that point where there's just a, see, we don't know what all led up to that. True. And, and whether wisdom was being pursued up to that point. You're just in a situation, mm-hmm. right? Um, I had a student one time, you know, say, I, I, I don't remember last night, went to a party, I don't remember, I don't know if I slept with a guy or not, and I, I don't know, I don't know if they gave me something. Mm-hmm. Um, what should I do, right? They wanted to get out of that situation. They, they were mm-hmm. scared to go out of the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you know, I can't change last night. Yeah. I can tell you, here's what we can do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and and here's, here's what we need to think about the decisions that you made that got you in the situation. How can you not make those decisions yeah. in the future? Yeah. How can you live differently how can you think differently about yourself, about the people you're hanging out with, etc. And so the, so gaining wisdom in that moment for future decisions mm. is, um, is the direction to go. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I love how gracious God is. And you're right. We, you know, Proverbs says, seek wisdom while it may be found. But even if we don't, we can always seek wisdom even in the mess. And God does not limit wisdom before or after. Even during, he offers wisdom if we choose to seek it out. So that's great. I mean, I, I'm just so so glad we have a God who wants us to not only be right with him, but be right with our other relationships. He wants us to be wise, and he's not some controlling, vindictive God. Mm-hmm. He really wants our best. And I'm just, yeah, so blessed to have a God who who is invested in my relationships and in yours. Like, he really does care about us. No, that's awesome. And, and guys, hey, you know, just thank you for, for joining us. You guys are just great. We love you guys coming back and just appreciate the emails and the feedback. Uh, we would love more feedback if you have any questions or even comments, we'd love to hear them. You can email us at the, want to go for it, Puma? The Puma Podcast at gmail.com.com Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the, the Puma Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and yeah, Who knows, we're going to go with the next um, foreseeable future with these podcasts, but we're excited to see what God's going to teach us, and hopefully we have something to offer you that you can come uh, to these podcasts and walk away with a deeper appreciation and love for Jesus. So I know I always do, and it's just a great time. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week at 1010 on Fridays. And uh, yeah, see you then. Bye-bye. Bye.